What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, CEO Hayes. And first, let me apologize. And all of you guys without a pod, a dope pod to step two uh, last week. But I warned you, uh, I had even said that, you know, I was probably not going to release an episode the week of Halloween, which I ended up uh, releasing nonetheless. So this was just me catching up to that. Uh, you guys will get a, a episode uh, following Thanksgiving. So that's 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 the the precursor to my birthday weekend. So I got to release an episode that weekend. Now, my birthday weekend, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm the host, CEO Hayes, of this wonderful podcast. You are now tuned in to The Awakened Soul Podcast. Uh, at the top, if you want to follow the podcast, you go ahead and follow it at The Awakened Soul or at Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on which platform you're looking for us on. Uh, you can also check out The Breaks Media, which is the media company that this podcast is a part of, as well as several other black and beautiful ass podcasts. Uh, this week on this week's episode in the in the minor haze segment, I got two topics I'm bringing to you guys. Um, I'm 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 not gonna tease them, not gonna tease them. But in the discussion topic this week, we'll actually be talking about fan faith. And so, what I mean by that is the same faith that fans have in their sports teams. For example, a, like I'm a I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I know there's a very slim chance they'll make the playoffs, but as being a fan of a team, we often will have faith that they can do something no matter how bad the statistical numbers. We will we will come up with something in our head of of how our team could win, how our team could make the playoffs, how our team can get better, and it's a slim chance to none. But we don't have that faith in ourselves when it comes to our own dreams and things that we're trying to accomplish. So the title of this episode is Fan Faith. Um so we'll 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 get into that. Um but I just wanna I do want to say, you know, I missed you guys. I missed recording this podcast last week. Uh this is only the second time in the over two years that we've been around that uh I have completely not released an episode uh during the week. And it felt weird. Um but I as I told you guys to prioritize is uh, is being able to take break is being able to take time for yourself. That's just what that was. I mean, um, like it just, you know, everything coming together the way that it did. Um, I feel like the last episode I did with Cole was such an amazing episode. I honestly felt good taking time off to kind of recoup for me. Um, and it was needed. I needed some mental health. I needed to step back and just, um, think about some things and do some things and just spend time with my kids. Like it, it, it felt good. It, like the time that I would usually put into like putting the episode together to take that off and just put into my kids and have fun with them and put up and like, just, just do fun things. So, uh, that, that's why that happened. I love you guys. Nonetheless, I, I don't know. It felt weird. I probably won't do it again. Uh, I have something in, in the, in, in the storage bin ready to go for you guys. So I, I'll drop some, some shape form of content, but I'm rambling. This is the intro again. If you want to follow the podcast, go ahead. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into our intro music on the other side of that. We're jumping into my crazy dark and twisted ass mind. I'll see you guys there. The following is a breaks media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad.
right, we are in my dark and twisted crazy ass mind. Uh, before we get started into the topics that I have, I do want to take some time out for a shameless plug. Uh, make sure you guys are going and checking out the Film Frequency podcast, which is a movie podcast with me and my good friend JB. Um, it's not like it, we, we call ourselves the professionally unprofessional film critics, and that's because like we both love movies, but it's not our profession. We don't come through it with a, a extremely technical mind. It's really just two people sitting down talking about movies with a real laid back and chill uh, atmosphere and vibe, and it really feels like it's just like you're you're hopping in the conversation with uh with two buddies. Like, and it, it's one of the podcasts that you know. I not to say that I have to turn off my brain, but like I don't have to prepare for topics i don't have to like write out uh my thoughts or get it together like i literally show up we both do and we just talk film and it's a very laid back and chill vibe and it's one of of the four podcasts i do is really the only one um that i get to do like that like i really just get to show up and have fun so uh it, not to say that like this one isn't fun or my other podcasts aren't fun they're all fun in their own way but it just to be able to really just let it spew out is is kind of therapeutic in a different way uh but that's a shameless plug for that so i got i said i had two topics in mind for you guys this week um in, during the end of mine hey segment and the first one that i want to talk about is uh jocelyn savage who was one of the girlfriends of uh art kelly uh she was in that interview she was the one in red um <laughs> she now says that she is a victim she realizes that she is a victim uh of r kelly and she says that she you know she realized that she's been controlled for years um but she's going she's going to tell her story now and she wants to tell her story she wants to share it but here's the kicker she's doing it only on patreon uh where memberships uh range from three to twenty five dollars and she's giving the details of her story only for a paid model um and so I, I get it. Like I, I, I would like to think that maybe, and she, she's financially, she was dependent on R. Kelly. So uh, if she sees a chance to make money out of it, all right. But I hope that what she's doing or using this for is actually like you know, yeah, to get some financial, but to really tell the story, I doubt it. Like if I'm, I, I, I hate throwing doubt or, or salt on people's names uh, without really knowing them or too much details being out there. But the thing is that. She's really now uh, the whole surviving R. Kelly thing came out and it feels like she's using she's trying to use details that have already come out. And uh, the Atlanta Journal has has also you know kind of said this as well, is that um, it just really seems like she is using Patreon as a way to deal daily doses of drama. And the validity of what she's saying, if that's even what she feels, is in question. Um and we we all know R. R. Kelly's done for. Um, I I I I think that at this point the story's out on him. We all know. I don't think anyone. Well, no, there still are some people defending him. So I mean, we 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 typically believe that he did it. Um, but the fact that she's using uh Patreon as a way to bring forth like a, a narrative now that we've all been aware of, we've all heard, we've seen surviving R. Kelly, and that's something that she was against uh just a few months ago. You know, I, and I get it. At being able to step away from it, you're able to um, maybe realize some things, and maybe she did realize, like, hey, no, I am being manipulated. Uh, it just seems like a really cheesy and really a, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel good to uh, the, with the way that this is all going down. The fact that she's like only doing this on Patreon, only doing this for people who pay money. Um, I get I get making money off your story again, but. Uh, 
this just can't be a good look, right? You would think that she would have been able to make money going on like interview tours and, and sharing her story that way. It just this just really seems sleazy and cheesy, but you know, maybe that's just my perception. I want to know what you guys feel about it. It's I'm so tired really of the Art Kelly shit. And I know on the most recent episode of Love Lesson Badass So, um, we actually Art Kelly was brought up in a way. We didn't really talk about it much, but you know, the the way that abusers try to hide the details of abuse um, is just something that I don't think we're ever going to really quite understand. Uh, but this whole R. Kelly thing, as I said many times, I'm happy that he's being brought down. So fuck that bastard. This is period point blank. But let me know. Are you guys, does any, is anyone who's listening to this, are you guys subscribe to Jocelyn Savage on Patreon? Are you going to be listening and tuning in uh, for the details of what that she shares about R. Kelly and her experience there? Um, I can't say that I am. I'm, I'm probably not. Besides the way that the world works this way, it's all going to come out um, eventually anyway without having to pay for it. So, um, yeah, that's just me. Uh, but, you know, people spend money on OnlyFans. So, you know, it it, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into the next topic. The next topic that I have for you guys that I want to discuss is actually uh, something that I think we're going to. If not during this election, um, in the in-between time is going to pick up more and more steam between the end of this le- election and the beginning of the next. And that is this this idea of getting rid of the electoral college. Um, and, you know, it, I, I, I've heard the conversations uh, that, that have been had about it. And there's some gr- great points to be made uh, to take it away. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about a few of that of, of these with you. And we're going to start with uh, it was a study from the National Bureau of Economic Research that looked at every presidential election from 1836 to 2016 and found that on average, the popular vote winner should lose the electoral college 40 percent of the time in elections decided by two million votes or less. And let's put some context on that. Only four American cities, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago and Houston actually have more than two million residents. And so it states that uh, Republicans are expected to win 65 percent of presidential uh, races in which they narrowly lose the popular vote. So that calls into question, like, how valuable really is the popular vote? If we're just saying off the top, if if elections are close um, with the popular vote, that that, that even if the, the, the popular vote winner can still lose based on like 65 percent. That's too high of a number, um, in my opinion. And so, like, this is like the fact is, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, is that Donald Trump has a huge chance of being reelected, even with all this bullshit, even with all the um, impeachment hearings, like the advantage of the electoral college, it's huge for him. And for that, that's a big reason of why it probably won't go away. That's not even like taking into consideration that the Electoral College was uh, originally created um, because slave owning states wanted political representation uh, that was like disproportional to their population. So or proportional proportional to their population. They did not want the black vote to be able to carry as much weight. So like the whole like original creation of the Electoral College doesn't really hold weight anymore. But something else that I really found that was interesting um, in, in my research that I wanted to point out here is that like the 2020 uh, election is probably going to come down to Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania 
and Wisconsin. Uh, with those four states make up 32% of the total votes votes needed to win, while only just housing 15% of the population. To piggyback off that, uh, and I won't name all the states, but some of them, Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, West Virginia, New York, uh, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and some others, because I just named like half of them. Do your own research. Uh, but those states make up for 54 percent of the population and basically are already decided by the majority rule. And there's no real, no like really one singular vote that matters in those states because it, it, it's already decided how they're going to go. Um, so with the Electoral College, in my opinion, it, like in many's opinion, it just really doesn't make sense anymore with where we stand as a country current. Um, and I get it. It's it's one of the old ways. It's been around forever. But we really have to start taking and reassessing some of the things that that are establishments that have been around for decades. Like, do they really still apply anymore? Again, the whole original creation of the Electoral College was to minimize the black vote by by slave owning uh, states. So because of that, why is it even still around? Matter of fact, there's even like a lot of conversation going around that talks about if the Electoral College is even really legal. If it wasn't for it being written into the Constitution, it would be an unconstitutional. So we are basically keeping for, forth a, a, a mindset and a system in which it really doesn't serve the general population anymore. If what is the importance of the popular vote if in the major states the votes already decided? It also creates the possibility of a tie uh, realistically. Now, will we ever get there? Possibly not. Like, but like when you when you're we're this far away from an election and most of the states are already decided and we already know where the the, the focus is. Again, Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. If you live in those four states, you already are probably aware that the campaigning is going to be wild and crazy outside. Well, in, in those states, because. Those are the states that are going to basically decide this 2020 election. So, you know, I, it, it's it's just something I wanted to talk about because in researching myself, it's just like, wow, like and it, it really when we're living in an age where we tell everyone the importance of their vote and getting out and voting is still important. I don't want to sit here and act like it's all coming down and we should just give up voting or whatever. Like it's still important because if we're eventually going to change the way the electoral college is run, it's not going to happen by us not voting and just giving up. So we still need to vote. But this I just I want us to pay more attention to it because I think that this the 2020 election is pretty much I don't I they're going to be bringing it up. It's going to be more of a topic of conversation going into that election. But I think really when it's all when it all settles uh, going into the next election following the 2020 election is really where leading up to that is where we're going to have a lot of conversation about what we can really do to change the electoral college. Let me know what you guys think about it. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things that, that caught my eye and I wanted to talk to you guys about. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into our break and hear from another Breaks Media podcast. On the other side of that, we're going to get into our discussion topic this week, which is all built around the concept of fan faith. I'll see you guys there. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. Damn. <laughs>
get started into the conversation about faith uh yesterday i was listening to a few screws loose uh with dan uh, and he was talking about like the title of the episode is i refuse to compromise and he was talking about how as the title says a, a few things that he refuses to compromise about and how like he doesn't want family members who never really came to see him to show up to his funeral he doesn't even want a funeral and so that really got me thinking about like the people that we have in our lives that actually feed into us and we feed back into them versus the people that we have in our lives because of a form of obligation, whether that be uh, a family obligation because they're your cousin, because they're your sister, because maybe even sometimes it's your parents that we sometimes feel like we have an obligation to people who really I mean, other than it being blood, do we do what what do they really bring into our lives? And I think oftentimes like we are afraid to cut ties with people because we're afraid of the optics of it or we're afraid of whatever. And I and I had tweeted out like, when's the last what's the last thing that you really gave up for nothing more than your happiness? And sometimes we're afraid to give up certain things, whether it be something like a wave of lifestyle or whether it be something that we feel that we should have just because we put it in our heads at a young at a young age. When I get to this certain age, I need to have this. That's that's a form of me being successful or happy. And we really like hold on to those ideas that we started off with without really processing what is it really doing to us. For some people, like I said, some people get drained emotionally and physically by working a nine to five. For some people, they'll get drained by trying to have their own business. No one deserves to be unhappy and to be drained by what they have to do day to day. You have to find your own happiness um, in something. That's just a, a thought that's really been on my mind a lot since listening to the episode that I wanted to touch on. Um, like Dan saying that, like even like his family uh, that he just doesn't want around because they haven't made the effort to come see him in 10 to 15 years. And it's like, yeah, we, we hold on to a lot of people who should have a, because of the of the place that they should have in our lives because of, of family or whatever, rather than what they, what place do they have? They really earned in our lives. So think about that. Um, but to get into the topic that we're here to discuss today, the the way that I phrase this one is fan faith. And the reason why I uh, phrased it that way is thinking about it like this. I'm a Chicago bulls fan and the bulls suck. The bulls suck this year. And it sucks to say that, but in my mind, I'm still thinking of all the different ways that they can either get better. They can still make the playoffs. If this happens, if, Zach Levine all of a sudden starts averaging 40 if uh, Kobe White start, start, starts, uh, starts instead of comes off the bench. And we will work ourselves into thinking of all these different ways and permutations that our favorite team can do something that really, by all metrics, they're probably not going to do. Like, And we have that faith, that blind faith in our fandom of not even just sports team, in artists, in um, actors, like we, in, in, in directors, like in whatever that we're fans about. We have faith that they're going to deliver a good product in some shape, form or fashion, no matter how much of the contrary is out. And we don't often put that faith back into ourselves. Like when's the last time something that looked impossible that you're that that you would be able to do? You sat there and stuck to the faith that you're going to be able to accomplish it and excel at it. Think about that. Um, we we often will sit back and we will even even our friends will have faith that they can do certain things. We'll have faith that they'll get better. We have fr faith that they'll be better friends. We have faith that they'll get that job. But when, how often do you put that same faith into you? We have to have faith in ourselves for us to be able to accomplish. And we have to stop looking, always looking for the outside sources to build us up. Sometimes it starts within you and like black people specifically. And I'll talk about my people like some so often we will hesitate to start something because of the prospect of it failing. We don't want to be looked at as a failure, so we won't even get it off the ground. And that's a lack of faith in yourself. And I kind of put put together four things that we can do to make sure that we have faith in ourselves. The first one is believe it's possible. You have to believe that you can do it regardless of what anyone says or where you are in life. 
or what the optics can be. If you set your heart and your mind to it, and if you're willing to put in the time to get to it, then you can achieve it. You have to have that faith in yourself first before you can do anything. You have to believe that it is possible. You have to believe that you can do it. There are oftentimes where we will sit there and we'll think, oh, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, you know, I, I, I don't have the time to do it. Oh, I don't. You have to believe that it is possible. You have to believe that you can do it. Without the belief, you are finished before you can even get started in laying the foundation. You have to believe it's possible. And that's the thing that 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 scares so many people, like even in and I try not to make these topics so much about me, but like even in starting the breaks media, like if you would have told me what we've done up until this point was possible, I probably would have smashed. Um, but I believed in the product that we were creating. While I didn't believe that some of the things that we've achieved, we would have achieved. I did believe in the product and, in, and overall because of the product that we put forward at ultimate faith in what we were delivering. And because of that, not it's not like we're fucking millionaires or anything or we're doing it, but it it we the breaks media is looked at as a as a at a place that we probably honestly don't deserve at this point. But the faith in ourselves, the faith in the people that are around me, the faith in the podcast to join, the faith in the creatives that in turn place faith in me and the brand that we were creating we had that belief that what we were building was ultimately going to be better than what we can achieve alone and because of that belief look at what we've been able to do and the sky's the limit going into 2020 you have to believe that it is possible all right second thing you have to visualize it you have to think about exactly what what your life would look like if you had already achieved your dream so you have to think about where like not only where you are but where you're going with and again we're building on that foundation so belief being the foundation once that foundation is set and you have your belief firmly planted that's when you can start visualizing and conceptualizing the things that you're going to do with that belief and once you do see that when you see that the the where you're going rather than where you are everything else becomes possible when you focus on where you're going all the trivial stuff all the little hurdles that pop up they seem very small because you're not necessarily looking at those you're looking at where you're going you have to visualize exactly what you want to do and you have to <laughs> act as if which is part three, you have to act as if or always act in a way that is consistent with where you want to go. So belief, foundation, visualize the first floor. Then you have to act as if you already have it and carry yourself as if you already have it. You, you hear about the ideal that you don't dress for the job you have, you dress for the job you want. It's very much similar to that concept. You act as if you already have it. So when people like people say be humble sometimes and sometimes you don't have to be humble. Fuck that humble shit. Sometimes you have to act as if you're already at the top of the mountain. And that doesn't mean belittling people. That's the toxic side of it. Not saying that. But you have to act and carry yourself as if you are already the boss, as if you are already the top of whatever your your perspective field is. You have to act as if you already have it. So that's the third step. Act as if whatever that that is, whatever that if is. You have to act like you already are there. And then that makes it easier, again, to, to jump over those hurdles as they come. If you already know you have the victory, and I don't mean to get uh, churchy in here, but if you if you act as if you already have the victory, then why? Then you know nothing can take you down. You have to have, that goes back into faith. The overall thing that we're having is the faith in yourself. This is how we build into our faith. Number four, take action towards your goals. Stop letting fear make you not take action. Regardless, like the only, the only, the, what you're what you're fearful of very rarely stops you it's your fear of it that stops you so really you're stopping yourself when you think about it that that whatever that obstacle is whatever you're afraid of if you're if it's failure if it's being laughed at that's not stopping you because even if you are laughed at or you fail guess what you can get up and keep going but if you let that fear of those things stop you then you're really stopping yourself just take action towards your goals so often we'll we, we as people will sit here and, and talk about where we're where we want to go what we want to do and 
all right, what actions are you taking towards it? I could I could want to be the best husband and father in the world, but guess what? If I'm not taking actions to actually do those steps, then what am I doing? Like I can have all like and I always have this thing, Lord. I don't really look at the intent of something. I look at the at the end game or or what falls of it. Like you can have the best intentions in the world, but if bullshit keeps happening with your good intentions, then guess what? Your good intentions really don't mean anything. You have to take actions towards what you want. You have to take actions towards what you need in life. Sometimes you have to be what you need. And I know that doesn't make sense, but really think about it. If you need positivity, sometimes you have to like that's what affirmations are for. Sometimes you have to be the spark of that positivity and then watch how positivity starts coming into your life. And yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah, it sucks sometimes, but you have to like you have to take that action. So going over the four things we just talked about. Believe it's possible. After you believe it's possible, you can start visualizing it. After you visualize it and you have a clear uh, visual of where you want to go and what you want to do. Act as if you already have it. And then lastly, take action towards that. We Nothing can be done without action. And that's the thing that, so, that we don't do so often is we don't finally just do it. Just do it. Whether if you fail or not, if you fail, then guess what? You can know how to do it better the next time, but still do it again. Stop letting these things stop you guys from doing shit. Like, like really, like we, we got to do better as a people. And then like, I get it. It's great when you have people around you to lift you up, but guess what? That's a luxury that not everyone has. Everyone, you can't put put that on other people to try to lift you up. Sometimes you have to lift yourself up. You have to have faith in yourself. You can't do it without faith. This is how we build faith in ourselves. I see so many, and I talk to so many creatives day to day to day to day to day that we, like, whether it's not just podcasts or whether it's artists, whether it's it's uh, writers, whatever it is, and, like, the, the, it's so hard to even get started. It's like, well, what do I do? Let's just start it. Like, when I started The Awakened Soul, guess what? I sat down in front of the mic and recorded what became episode one. I didn't know it was going to be episode one, but I did it. I I, I, I made it happen. And I, I know that's not necessarily possible for everyone. Like, I, I, I don't expect everyone to just all of a sudden have it. You have to build yourself up. This is why we went over these four things. You have to do this at a high level and you have to be you have to be intentional about doing these things so you have to be intentional about your belief you have to be intentional about visualizing it you have to be intentional about how you act and you carry yourself as if you already have the victory and lastly you have to be intentional about taking action towards what you want because you can want things all damn day they're not going to come to you if you just sit around they're only going to come to you if you take it you have to take that action that's it i'm sorry i know i got on my high horse this week and you know it's it's it when i when I do these episodes and I do these discussion topics for myself, I mean, by myself, I really try to look at it and visualize it in a way that it's like, all right, what's the easiest way to deliver this to where people are going to take it? And even then, sometimes I just have to say, you know what? People are going to get out of it what they get out of it. You have to just do it, man. And even me like recording this stuff, when I started The Awakening, so like the reason why I had a guest on every segment is because I was fearful as hell to record by my damn self. But now I feel like if I don't have a guest, I feel fine just sitting here in front of the mic doing it you have to you have to take action to it sometimes you just have to jump off the deep end and do it and i just it sucks seeing so many people with so much potential that just get frozen by fear and it's like have that faith in yourself if you can sit there and you can have faith that lebron is going to win another ring or his hairline is going to grow back you can have faith that you can achieve what you want to do creatively you 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 can do that like seriously i'm sitting here i'm a i've been a bulls fan for as long as i've basically been on this earth and out of that time after jordan we've only had five good seasons like, really, I'm 33 years old, damn near. Five good seasons out of 33 years of my life. Well, take away, because I was alive towards the end of the Jordan run. So take that out. Let's just say it's been about 25 years of my life that the Bulls have sucked. And I have faith every year that they're going to make the playoffs. I have faith every year that they're going to get be great. And, yeah, sometimes it sucks. And I won't even talk about the Bears because the 
and Jesus, if the Bears make a good decision on a quarterback, I'm sure that'll be the uh, it'll be on my deathbed. That's how that'll end up working. But I have faith they're gonna that they're gonna do it every year. And what do I look like having faith in that team? Something that I have no real ownership of if I can't put that faith into myself. Just just like really think about the things that you put faith in every day. You guys put faith into Drake being the best rapper ever. Uh, he's not. That's a uh, story for another day. But you 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 have you have faith in all these other things that ultimately don't feed into you. Like you're putting your time and energy into something that doesn't give any energy back into you why can't you give that faith to yourself this has been pastor hayes this week uh you guys can follow me at ceo hayes more importantly you can follow the podcast at the awakened soul pod and lastly go to the breaksmedianetwork.com where you'll find all the lovely podcasts that are part of this network blogs every good thing that we do is going to be filtered through that website it's a black and beautiful ass creative space i got some exciting announcement going in 2020 of things that i'm working on uh i've got an email about live a live show and this is what i'm going to say no, nah. <laughs> not in not in the way that you think. We'll, we'll be having events. Most of what I do in 2020 is going to be done in Columbus, Ohio. I feel like I've I've branched out and went to, other than Afros and audio uh, in New York. I'm really not planning on any travel as of right now. Um, so if you guys want to see me, you're going to have to come to these events in Columbus, Ohio. So once they start getting announced, you're going to have to be there. I'm just I'm just saying that that's that's really it. But that's me. I'm, I'm off of it this week. I love each and every one of you guys. This has been uh, really, uh, if you can't tell, I got pretty passionate about this. Um, but yeah, LeBron's hairline, just like that, I'm out. Yo, G, they can't stop me from rapping, can they? Can they hop? I spit it through the wire, man. There's too much stuff on my heart right now, man. I gladly risk it all right now. It's a life or death situation, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really understand how I feel right now, man. It's your boy Kanye Titter. Shot Town, what's going on? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I drink a boost for breakfast, an intro for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. That right there could drive a sane man bizarre. Not to worry, Mr. Ace of the Ills back to wizard. How do you console my mom? Or give a light support. Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On the plane, scared as hell that a guy looked like Emmett Till. She was with me before the deal. She been trying to be mine. She a Delta, so she been throwing that dynasty sign. No use me trying to be lying. I've been trying to be signed. Trying to be a millionaire. How I use two lifelines in the same hospital. With Biggie Smalls died The doctor said I had blood clots But I ain't Jamaican man Story on MTV And I ain't trying to make a band I swear this right here History in the making man